This your boy, Cash Holder, the Boss King, a.k.a. Cash Nelson. I feel like I can have a conversation with anybody about any topic on any level. So that's what we're going to do. Welcome to Boss Talk. I got my boy, Power Man, MC, in the building. He's going to let y'all know who he is, what he do, and what he stand for, and what he don't stand for. Introduce yourself, sir. Yes, this is the Power Man MC, representing the hip-hop world and uh, the entertainment world and the world of everybody trying to make improvements. Okay, okay. So where are you from, exactly? Originally out of L.A., South Central L.A., born and raised in the, in the residential the 818 area, the Valley area of San Fernando, Cali, all California, born and raised. Okay, okay. And how long you been rapping in this game? For decades, and <laughs> I was just kidding earlier about <laughs> down there half a century, but it's been at least uh, 33 years in the rap game at this point. I can also say that it's true. Yeah, it's been a while because I remember uh, being highly inspired and motivated by you. When I was when they used to have those records, Tower Records, and all of those little record places where you actually go inside and listen to the music before you buy it. Mm-hmm. Oh, those were the days, <laughs> but. I go in there every day after school and listen to your, your your album. I couldn't believe that you had got it in there. I didn't know the ways of the consignment and all that. I was just like, dang, man, he made it big, man. You know, I'm, I think I'm about 14 at this time. You know what I mean? And I'm showing the homies the album. We listen to We're like, man, dang, it's rocking. And he stayed right down the street, man. He done made it big. It, it was a yeah. crazy experience because I had never witnessed that before. Yeah, man, that was... uh which album was that? The Wolf of the Millionaire album. Yeah, I believe so. And Mine's, so, yeah. if yeah, I was fourteen, that had that was over twenty plus years ago. So, like I was yeah. at, like I was talking with you earlier. How do you feel about people putting a cap on rappers, saying um, you know there's an age limit, you shouldn't be rapping if you're in the forties, um, it's a young man's game, etc. When I was younger, I thought that's how it should be. But as I got older and I started watching what's happening to hip-hop in the world, I had a complete 360 turn on that uh, opposite view of the age of hip-hop. I think age of hip-hop is endless. I say you rock, rap till you drop and it don't stop. Um, and I say that based on what I hear new MCs and rappers doing. But also, there's a... Uh, it's like a fatherly thing at this point. You know, you take away the, the guidance of the old school and the new school just come out there floating around. It's almost like a fatherless child. Watch a child that has a father in his life and watch one that doesn't. Mm. And then watch the struggles. The same thing applies to hip hop. Well, and that's funny because prior episode, uh, with Wiley, aka Lucky, where, you know, we're talking about how he survived 20 years in prison and et cetera, how he almost died four times. I simply asked him, I said, if your father was around, would you still got put on the game? He said, no. So yeah. you, the fatherhood is very powerful and it's something that's underestimated and people don't talk about it a lot. You know, they always make the mother's high priority and like fathers are just, you know, whatever. Yeah, it seems like that, but you know, and especially within the urban or I said black communities, you know, there's been a lot of, uh, overlooking of fathers period and you know the the level of guidance that's needed from a father can't be replaced by one woman can stand and do the same too but not as effective if you ask me based on experience 
that guidance goes a long way, you know. Exactly. Um, and then they got this. It's funny because it's true, but it's funny. And those are always the best type of posts and type of memes. So they got this yeah. meme floating around where it's Dwayne Wade, uh, Will Smith, somebody else. And it was an example of people who let basically it was a, it was an example of women that run the household and you see how that turned out yeah yeah I see. <laughs> it was will smith and dwayne wade it's, it's somebody else too but i can't think of the other person but it's funny but it's like hey it's a sad truth well you know um that that's something not to take away from a mother's love and guidance because that has to be there but at some gotcha. point the man has to be there to, to teach the value of a man, you know, and a young man. And when it's not there, you know, you can easily get fooled into thinking uh, anything goes. Yeah. And unfortunately, some some fathers, that's you know, they leave it to the mothers, and that's the outcome. Right. You know, I, I don't, I don't knock it, but I, I support and and I try to uh, encourage, especially the youth, the youngsters, you know, too. To uh, that become fathers to to really play a role in the life of their kids and and, when I, and I could I kind of put that together casual with hip hop because when you take away the guidance of the veterans right right team for example I'm a coach so you know I talk like a coach right but you have leadership and when you take away that leadership of whoever was there first and got the most experience you know and you you take that away all chaos tends to break loose and a lot of things fall off and out of order. Hence the removal of, of, of uh, a lot of the major labels that put that out there is because with a father, somebody's experienced, you can't trick them as easily and get away with the BS. Right. But, but you know, youngsters that don't know anything, a young kid coming up or with somebody young in the game, you can use it, abuse them so many ways in the, the uh, music industry, especially with that Bob and Rock and a lot of other uh, music departments. This is how it's taught because the people in power want to stay in power. And they don't want no guidance. They don't want nobody with experience sitting there, <laughs> you know, talking the truth and telling them, you're not supposed to get 1% and they get 99. You know, they don't want that. So they're the ones that have put out there that somebody's too old to do a record or something because they want to control the new people. Uh, are you, are you going to pinpoint who they are or you just want to just say you want to keep it anonymous? No, I think it's... Pointing out again, it's, you can say the people in leadership uh, of, of records now in hip hop, um, people that are in power positions. That the less you, so you're talking about CEOs, um, major labels, major labels, okay. uh, CEOs, big companies. I'm not gonna go exactly to some of the label names, um, right? But, but the majority of them, the more um, naive they can keep you, the more rookieish. I don't know if that's a word. When the less you know, the more they can steal from you, take from you. And that's one reason that, that, that myth of rappers is only for the young folks is out there, you know, because at the end of the day, it's about how much can we get? How close to slavery can we get with these artists, you know? And you take away the, uh, the veteran rappers or, or you make sure the veteran rappers have nothing but bad habits or habits that's going to lead to a downfall or destruction of, of youth or whatever. They keep those up in the forefront. You know, it's, a, it's a power struggle. They can't stand me because I come in with my own power, you know, and I know too much. So we can't trick him. We can't make him a slave. Let's go find somebody that we can. That's the mentality. 
So what do you think about the hip-hop status now? Lack of guidance. Um, I'm frustrated with so many young rappers being, you know, shot up and murdered. Now, there's a separation between music and rappers being shot. Anybody can get shot, you know. It just that it's highlighted a whole lot more when a when a MC, when a rapper is, you know, uh, in a violent death. And I feel like the youth are turned out. I feel like the guidance is there's not enough uh, veterans in the ear of some of these younger, talented artists. It's really sad. I feel do you bad for these do, do you feel like they're more realer people? They're they're realer than the rappers from back in the day because a lot of the rappers from back in the day maybe were fake gangsters and weren't doing what they're saying, opposed to the kids now who are actually doing this drill rap and doing what they're saying. No, I think. Um, far as the, the real side of it, you know, the real side of it is if you go out here and you're a billionaire, you're making big money and you go back in the hood and you're foolish to get up here thinking everything is good and the same. It's a stupidity to that, you know, and so many rappers that don't make it to the highest level uh -huh. and, and, you know, they kind of get caught up in, they would say the wannabe. They say now it's more real rappers, no, just more real rappers that are foolish and just not smart enough to, fall, to, to get away from the trap. That's what's happening. I think, um, and again, you take away the knowledge from all these people and they get out here and just wall out. It's the same thing with game banking, you know, uh, or people that are, who's, who's the leader in the, the, the child's head? Right. You know, what, who's talking to them? Who's putting knowledge on them? This is how you conduct yourself. This is how you stay out of trouble. This is what you do. Now, some people you can talk to, they just don't listen hard at it. But majority of the, uh, lessons that really want to know something, and go up to the veterans and, and learn the game. You know, the difference now is just the technology, and it's an illusion that if you. Uh, and this is another thing brought to the power struggle with hip hop. You know, it's an illusion put out there by the major labels that tell these guys if you disrespect this many people, you, you will blow up. You know, if you, if you you got the most money in. Prime example, Cash Ola. Let's say a, a kid got a hot record. He just want to rap about. He had a rough day, but he coming up. Major label be like, "That's cool and everything, but we need something more dangerous, more vile. We need to go out here and cuss out, you know, Ice Cube and Kanye, and you know anybody, you know, just disrespect any and everybody. This is the biggest rappers out there." Have you have you heard any of them say that? Because you've been I've in the room with a lot of people. I've seen it and heard it, and uh, it's it's unfortunately way too real. Mm. Hip hop has are limited what they can even rap about now. The artist is about artists being creative. You can, what's sad is I tell artists all the time, look, you don't have to make the same record song exactly like this person. You might want to touch on it, but you don't want to be exactly like the last person. What's the difference between you and them? Are you exactly like them? Speaking of that, I'm going to switch gears just a little bit, but speaking of that, what is the West Coast sound now? Because there's no identification of a West Coast sound nowadays. Everybody's a trap rapper. Yeah, again, that's coming from uh, the people that usually that come from people that don't even rap. They're not artists. They're just business people and trying to keep the business the same. This is why you hear the same records every hour on the hour on the radio. Yeah, um, I get that. You know, we, we've been blaming that for years, but at the same time, 
I think it's a lack of creativity on the West Coast. I mean, especially as long as, as, long as Snoop Dogg is like one of the top people, the, the style is never going to change. No, but Snoop Dogg, I'm a big fan of the, you know, that, that song that the West and Dr. Gray put out and all of that. But, you know, there's different styles in the West that just haven't been pushed. It's, it's the people that are in, in power that are not allowing the new styles to be pushed. What's the new style? That's what I'm asking you. What's the new style? You know, hip-hop has been kidnapped. What's the West Coast style? The newest I can say that that I hear, I don't even know if uh, Big Sean is is, is West. You know, he's claiming a lot. Who? Big Sean? Yeah. He's from Detroit, bro. No, but he comes and reps the West. Yeah, but uh, I'm I'm asking. See, that's 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 where the issue is. We cannot find the West Coast sound that comes from the West Coast no more. We are out, we're outsourcing people like Big Sean. We're outsourcing people like Future and whoever's popular. But you cannot name a LA West Coast person that has their own style that is influential anymore. It's not even Kendrick. You, you don't you don't see people coming out trying to rap like Kendrick. This is true. Kendrick Lamar is one that's off the West this room, but I think um, people didn't. But hold on, hold on. People wasn't even smart enough to try to emulate that style and ride that. Maybe you know, try that as some new West Coast music. They just went continue to just go with the trap stuff. Yeah, get away from that. It's gonna have to be on the independence. And I think that's coming though. I think that change is coming. I think people are slowly getting smarter and realizing. Hey man, we gotta control our music and, and put out what we want, you know, and get off the tip of these these uh people that don't even rap or people that just in it to see you violate your community and everybody, you know. I make all kind of records, as you know, but um, I've never been able to be controlled, you know, or or sell out to where you know these days, you know, you have to do a bio act or or you know, like they say, sell out to get get on, and then what, you know. So that's one reason the West has kind of been locked. Where is that in reference to staying stuff like, say, a Snoop or or old West Coast style? That's the defined as that's the West, you know. It's because mm-hmm. those same people are still in power. So that's right. the guys that could channel, you know, the people that own the radio stations. And that just like, confirms what I'm saying. Like, as long as the same people is where they at, doing what they're doing, and being at the top, it's just not. It's gonna have a hard chance of. You know, being creative and introducing the whole creative style because everything is messed up from the radio people um, to to the actual West Coast artists. We don't collaborate out here. We're more of a hater. We want to know where you're from before you get on the record. Um, the people that's at the record place, I mean, the people that's on the radio stations, they don't know what a West Coast person is. I like a real West Coast underground. They're not playing no underground West Coast. They used to back in the day. They're not looking for no new West Coast artists. They just continue to do whatever's trending. So we're not going to win there. It's not even like they have like, well, they might have a West Coast hour, but it's going to be old school stuff. And even when you, and even when you're watching the Lakers, it's sad. The Staples game, all you hear is boop, 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 Snoop Dogg, Dr. Drake. Same old thing. Like if it's, no other music that you can play from L.A. or West Coast. And it's like, it's sad. It's just like, y'all can't even put no pop in it. Y'all not even playing pop. you playing the same old typical stuff. And it's sad. Yeah. It's, 
Well, that's why one people using hip hop with different. I think again, the new social media is creating ways for artists to get hot on that, yeah. and the, the babies don't have nothing to do with a lot of that. I think that's what it means. And that's where my statement comes in. And we're not being creative because we have a shot at social media and we're copying. We're out here talking about this lean rap, you know, and all this other type of stuff. We're just copying people on social media instead of leading. I think it's coming, though, Cash. I think that uh, slowly but surely the change is going to come because people are getting a little, little bit smarter and, and realizing, you know what? Let me just go for it and stop listening to these robotic people that, you know, turned on one style and stuck there. You know right. what I'm saying? That, you know, that, that right there is a turnoff. And a lot of artists get discouraged, like, you know. But I, I encourage them to stay creative, do you, stay new, you know, and, and open up your verses to something that's going up, up the community. Bring back more conscious rap. Right. You know, but let's just make it, let's make conscious rap, you know, just as mainstream as, as the hard gangster rap. You feel me? That that would be nice. I'm gonna switch topics. I'm gonna switch gears. Um, okay. What was the first film that you produced? Because when I say produced, you put out. I know you was in a bunch of films. How many you being out? Uh, I've been in about good seventeen, eighteen movies, I believe. Okay. Now, how how many you actually put out and you actually raised money for? What was the first one? Actually, the one that you, you, you uh, did your thing for me back in the day, and the World for the Million was actually the first one that I just personally pushed, wrote it, you know, produced, executive produced, um, did the soundtrack and all that. That was the first one that I, I just said, hey, this is going to be me. Because all the movies prior to that catch all the work, I was in movies as an actor and as, you know. That's why I skipped over. Yeah, that's why I skipped over that part. I know you was in a. I saw you in a bunch of them. But once you start doing your thing, it switch. Yeah. It things change. And I want to publicly thank you for putting me in my first film and multi, multiple films after that. But yeah, that was good looking yeah. out, bro. Period. Yeah, you hot talent, man. You multi, multi, multi talent over there. You know, that's all got for the people that don't know. You know, you multi talented always have been. So, you know, that's, it's a pleasure to have you on, on the team, man. You fam, you know that. You know, you're one of my little brothers in the, in the rap game and the entertainment game, you know, from there. But right. I, I think. Now I'm in the podcast, you know, cause, you know, all that other <laughs> stuff, you know, I'm in the podcast game, you know, I recreated myself. Hey, I appreciate that. But let me ask you this. How do you feel about getting over 2 million hits on the welfare of the millionaire on the YouTube and not being able to monetize that? Well, you know, lack of knowledge when, when that first got put up. Uh-huh. Um, I knew I was good numbers, and, and that was just based on soundtracks I had. Other movies I was in, it was getting a few million views or whatever. But it was. Uh, uh, but the film that you wrote, you act, has over two million views. Excuse me, has over two million views on YouTube. That's well filled to millionaire on YouTube for those that's listening. Well filled to millionaire on YouTube, if you're listening, has over 2 million views, and you were basically snaked and wasn't able to monetize on that, and you were snaked on the on the whole movie deal, period. How did you come back from that? It was difficult, but, I, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of prayer and hustle, man, because, you know, when you, you get did wrong like that, a lot of people end up just going off and beating up and shooting up all the people involved that do the dirt to them. And I had to really uh, 
meditate and run and let it out, let my anger out different ways. Because the old me definitely would have been stuff blown up, <laughs> you know. But I, you know, as a man, the father, I had to really think. Okay, I see what they're trying to do. Right. Um, they want me to do that. They want me to, you know, do something that's gonna put me in jail for years. And I had to just be smart about my tactics and move differently. You feel me? Yeah. Um, because there's a plan and a plot to make as many independent uh, black men be locked down as much as possible. And I just think um, some of us on purpose, some of us by accident, just the habit of... Well, I, I ain't trying to cut you off with that, but in this particular case, it was another black man that, that snaked you. Yeah. And so this, I think this was greed, and people don't understand that the movie business is just as grimy as the rap business, if not worse. Yeah, you know, again, move differently, educate myself even more about the business side of things, you know. And so to to get over it, I, I literally just educate myself, myself more, and make sure that in the future this will happen again. Do you ever? I, did, do, I, I wanted to be an attorney, not attorney. Let me ask you this. Do you ever think about how much money that is? Or could have been? Oh, all the time. I try to think about it and I have to let that go and flush it down the toilet like a bad play in basketball. Because you can't dwell on it too much. It'll drive you nuts. You'll be ready to uh, you know, do something crazy to somebody. So I had to just really mentally be strong, pray, and put it behind. So what you did was also a great response. You turned the movie into... A clothing brand. Talk about it. Oh, the WTM. Yeah, can I tell them about that up? Yeah, thank you. Cause I was... <laughs> <laughs> you like how I transitioned to that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. You like how I transitioned to that. I told you it's going to be a conversation, man. This ain't going to be a typical interview. It's going to be a conversation, and we're going to get into it. Say the, the words again, because I don't think the people heard you. With the uh, WTM? Say it in correct English, sir. The Welfare to Millionaire Clothing Line. WTM, correct? WTM. Thank you, sir. Welfare to Millionaire. And this is the way it's spoken. Um, came about with me as far as I had an album out first before the movie. Right. And as you know, that that's what started everything way back in the day. Right. And I just made that the brand, you know, Parm MC is the brand, but I made the Dub TM, the Welfare to Millionaire brand. I just wore into it more and let my attorneys know, you know, that um, we're going to have more success with this. And here in the last few years, I've been blessed to really get it off the ground. EQ has been working with me, and yeah. she's been a, a heavenly angel godsend, man. She, she, she on her stuff. She on her stuff. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. What type of products do you have for the for the clothing? And um, where can they find it? Okay. Um, they can go to Welfare to Millionaire, the number two on the, on the IG, on Instagram. Okay. And there's photos on there um, of some of the sweatsuits, which is really big for us right now, starting to grow. You know, we recently, I mean, within the last week and a half, got our, our, uh, our slippers, our flip-flops are blowing up. Yeah, I see the slippers. Yeah, I see them. I see them on yeah. Facebook. The uh, earrings had come about uh, a few videos back on the other new singles. So this is happening single. We introduced the earrings. That was a year ago. Okay. Um, and we have the uh, some hats. The beanies are coming. We had some face masks that, because of COVID, was was getting hot. Came and went so fast we couldn't even keep up. 
So we will mine different product items now, but you can see those on the Welfare of the Millionaire. Uh, Filavide.com, F-E-E-L-D-A-A-V-I-B-E-Z.com. Go to the fashion department and you'll see just pictures of all the products the Welfare of the Millionaire clothing line is for sale. Beautiful. You also have a, a, a TV series you're going to make, right? Yeah, that's what's been coming for uh, 2023. 2023. Yeah. You just dropped a movie um, this year. What was it called? Uh, Bad Voices. Bad Voices. Where can they yeah, find that know. movie at? You know what? Uh, as of right now, they can go to Phil of Vibes on uh, YouTube and just put uh, Power Man MC. It pops right up. Bad Voices, Power Man MC. The trailer pops up. The movie pops up. Um, it's crazy that you mentioned that, Castle, because you're part of that, too. <laughs> that was good looking. That was good looking. You know, shameless plug, shameless plug. You know, I'm learning. I, I, hey, check this out. I don't want to give away everything, man, but you, you nailed it. So many phone calls come back about your performance in particular in, in the movie. And this movie is just a pure prelude to the series that's coming. It's actually the movie, but nine episodes coming in 2023. And again, feel the vibes on uh, YouTube. That's where you can uh, see the movie. And we'll be posting details about it. On the uh, philovox.com website. And when the, uh, our first episode of production starts at the end of January 2023. Okay, okay, okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. So the people's, it's a lot of stuff coming from this man. Also, you got an album coming too. Yeah, man. We, this could be a uh, productive year. Um, I've been one of those people that. Yeah, I'm gonna drop the, I'm gonna drop the album, I'm gonna drop it, then I drop a single, I'm gonna drop the album, I'm drop a single, you know, just that over and over the last few years. So now, some of the producers I work with, uh, shout out to, uh, Bobby Works, he's doing his thing, Spy, and all of them, um, you know, I literally, uh, got a good production team. One of my OGs, Shane Day One, is coming back to help me put this album together. I got some really good, uh, influential people around me that's just great musicians, man, that's got my back and, um, you know, them coming on board just empowers me. To, and then, you know, the fan base always in my ear about, you said you was going to drop. So this is one for the fans and the family, you know. Dope, dope, dope. And also, what I love and I appreciate is how you incorporated your kids, in particular your sons, on the set. They all had, like, particular roles in the movies or helping with production. Man, I thought that was lovely. I'm glad you caught that, man. Because, uh, you know, I, I preach and teach that, and I stand by it. You know, right. Um, get the get the youngsters involved. You know, you know. One of my sons, you know, Lawrence is the lead. You know, he's an actor. I mean, they do their own thing, but yes, they want to follow in pops footsteps and working on some stuff in the entertainment game or mentoring kids, or coaching or whatever. Whatever I do that they want to do, I definitely drop knowledge on them. Hey, Your like oldest son is is like he reminds me most of you. He owned it with that photography. Yeah, yeah. He, that boy get busy. Shout out to him. Shout, shout him out, man, for playing. It's funny, man, how that... Shout him out, man. man. Shout him out. Where can they yeah, find him? Right now. I call him CD, but it's Chris G, the real. He got a lot of videos on YouTube as well. Yeah. And he's doing his name. And his IG. Yeah, Chris G, the real. The G is actually in the spelling of it. He shoot videos, too. Yeah. Shout him out, man. We gotta, we gotta put, we gotta plug him in, man. Shout out to the whole family, man. You know what I'm saying? 
Straight up. Yeah, man. The Gills fam, man. Look for the Gills fam. Rocket. We got a big, uh, big WTM commercial coming out next year, man. And, you know, <laughs> that's what's up. All the fans in there. One of my daughters is going to be in there. And, well, I, I try to get the kids involved. Because right. One of them just, yeah, man. Keep the family in the whole, whole line in it. But trip on this. Your kids probably do this one day. He told me one day, oh, dad, I got to go. I'm doing my own thing. You know, I'm not really doing it like you. I'm doing my own thing. Now, mind you, yes, I'm a coach. Yes, sir. I'm a, you know, I'm a mentor, a coach of youth, but I'm also, as you know, a producer, and a director, a rapper, and all that. Right. So I said, okay, that sounds good. I'm just doing something productive. So tell me what you're doing. He says, well, I got to go coach these kids. And then I got to <laughs> the studio put on going to work on his record. I mean, it was exactly what I do. And I was like, good. Like father, like son. Yeah. And I, I just, I, I just took myself and I said, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, crazy. Really, really, these kids watch you, man. So you gotta pay attention to what you do, you know. That's fact. You've always been a positive image. I want to thank you for coming on the show. We're gonna wrap this up, y'all. Got my man, Power Man MC. Y'all look him up. Look the clothing line up. Look at everything he got going on. He got a lot of stuff going on. One of my major, 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 major folks, man. My family, man. Want to appreciate everybody for listening to this episode.